My name's Bobby Walker with Journey of a New Entrepreneur, and I've got one message for you. Don't be a bitch! What is going on, everybody? Bobby Walker here with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast, brought to you by Responsibid. You heard me right. We got a sponsor. They're the best on the planet. It's a piece of software that I've been using for, oh gosh, over two years. I don't know. I don't think three, but really, really close. Maybe it has been. But Responsibid, ultimately, guys, is the premier, the most powerful selling tool for the home service industry. It does all kinds of stuff. And if I were to sum it up, I would say it just makes you money. It stays in front of customers. It closes more jobs at higher average ticket prices with less effort. You can put it on your website. It's a 24-hour uh, day, seven-day-a-week, 365 and a quarter day a year salesperson for you. If you've got salespeople or if you are the salesperson, when you go out, it helps you do the quotes quicker, accurate, every stinking time. And then if you don't close the job, shame on you for not closing. If you don't close the job right then, Responsive Bid deals with all the heavy lifting after that, and it'll follow up with people with uh emails it'll do text messages you can even throw voicemails in there if you've got Sinjim, because Sinjim and responsibid like are just like a match made in heaven it's really awesome it hasn't got old almost every day i'm getting multiple jobs that just fall in my lap because responsibid closed them whether it was a job that came from the website originally or a job that you know caleb my sales rep went out and sold or went out and ran the appointment and then it sold a little later yesterday or the day before. I can't remember which one, but the response bid follow-up uh, closed a deal. Caleb ran the appointment in person, closed a $4,000 residential job for us. So it's freaking awesome. So you can try response bid out by going to J N E bid.com. That's J N E like journey of a new entrepreneur B I D like response bid.com. Go check it out, jnebid.com. Oh, did I mention Journey of a New Entrepreneur listeners? You guys get one free month of responsive bid service that you don't get anywhere else. That's exclusive to JNE listeners. You get a lower monthly rate, exclusive to JNE listeners. And then this last thing, it goes out to everyone, but it's really probably the best part is they're so confident that their service is going to make you money. They have a 10 to 1 ROI guarantee. Guys, what? why the hell have you not done this yet? Why are you not Do You have nothing to lose. A 10 to 1 ROI guarantee. If you don't get a 10 to 1 return on your money, if that doesn't excite you, guys, don't go into business. I'll tell you that much right now. If that doesn't excite you, um, your exciter's broken, okay? So check it out, janebid.com. It is awesome. So, uh Guys, once again, we're not. I'm not going to do this all the time and every time, but sometimes when we're recording the podcast here, so for those of you that are listening to the audio, we actually have a little action going on on YouTube right now. So we're streaming over on YouTube. We've got guys in the chat. So for everybody that's in the chat, first off, thanks for uh, hanging out with us live. Uh, we're going to try to ignore you guys for a little bit just so we can stay focused on our conversation here. And then uh, towards the end, we'll take any questions uh, from you in the chat. So if you're someone that's listening to the audio and says, man, how cool would it be to be able to like interact with one of these podcasts that Bob does? Go to the YouTube channel. It's called Journey of a New Entrepreneur. Subscribe, smash the bell icon, and uh, join in when we go live. I don't think I have anything else to say. I think that's enough. I think the podcast is over. Um, <laughs> today, I've got Mike Olin with me. Mike is um, he's kind of a neighbor. 
He's not too far from me. Um, he, what, two and a half hours, I think, Mike? Yeah, I would say two and a half, three hours. Yeah, three hours maybe. So I'm in Orlando, Florida. Mike's that you're West Palm Beach or West, West Palm, Palm right? Beach. Yep. yep. And uh, Mike has. Uh, I'll let him tell the story, but he has, uh, you know, made a uh, his his entrance and appearance in our industry known he's doing a lot of cool stuff i just got to hang out with him in person for the first time about two weeks ago at washathon which was a lot of fun and while we were there i was like bro got to get you on the podcast so i i, I sharked him and uh ray notario so if you guys haven't heard the ray episode yet that's because it's going live uh well i guess if you're listening to the audio podcast it's already went live but if you guys are watching on youtube Ray's going live on Sunday. So anyway, Mike, how the hell are you, man? Welcome to the JE podcast. Hey man, thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Uh, I just got in the just got done moving into my new house. So uh, that's just part of the uh, excitement of I mean, honestly, I wouldn't have moved when I moved just now. I never had a house before. I always rent it. And part of washing is what got me here, honestly. That's awesome. And the, the the freedom I have, the financial freedom. And I started less than three years ago. So nice. um, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I think that's a healthy, um, that's a healthy thing. I don't, I don't want to stay where I'm at right now. So I want to keep on growing. Yep. So uh, from where I started, I mean, I started part-time. I did part-time for two years. So I had a full-time job and I did washing on the side. And I literally made 25000 the first year. Um, which, you know, is not really much money. And, uh, but when you're doing something on the side, you go, Whoa, this is great. Yeah, 25 K is a lot of beer money, man. That's a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there was a lot of gaps in that year. There was a lot of time where I got very discouraged mm -hmm. and I, you know, being on these Facebook groups and watching YouTube channels, you, you see these success. And I guess that's what people share. I mean, it's just natural. Yeah. You know, you do good. You want to share about it. And you see these people killing it, crushing it. And then I'm like, man, maybe I just don't got it. I'm in the wrong area. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm too saturated, which South Florida is saturated. Mm -hmm. But once I once I started getting jobs and I just made sure all the neighbors knew what I was doing, I made sure all my friends on Facebook knew what I was doing, literally to the point where I probably people probably blocked me. But I don't care. I mean, it's just everyone who knows me on Facebook, you know, my friends, family from all over the country and stuff like that. They know I pressure wash. Yeah. So if their friend or aunt or uncle needs something, they they call me. And that's just because I decided to be in everybody's face on social media. And it's completely free. Yeah. So well, I know you exactly know what you did. And I know what you're preaching to all the listeners right now. And it's this right here. Don't be a bitch. You, you were not a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what I love about what you said is you did what damn near every person on the planet does is, you know, you started this thing and then, you know, the discouragement set in. Like you, you were just telling my story, you know what I mean? You were just, you were just sharing my story right there. The discouragement right. sets in and then you do, you start seeing these people online. Cause what, there's two things that happen. One, like you mentioned, there's people that genuinely like, they're just excited. Oh my God, this is the first time I've done a job that paid me three grand, you know? And they share that. And then there's people that, um, are probably full of shit and lying about what they're doing. And then there's kind of <laughs> in between where it's like, then there's a the guy that maybe he did the $3,000 job in a day or the $8,000 job in a day. And he's like, I made 8,000 bucks in a day. And it's like, did you, how, how many days did you make 8,000 bucks? Right. You know, cause if it was once, I'm not that impressed, you know, now if it's, you know, 300, all right, now we're talking, you know? And, uh, but 
the reason I'm saying that is I'm absolutely with you because that does discourage you. And that makes you, um, I, I struggle with this so much myself, just like doubt, fear. Oh, you're, you suck, Bob. No one really likes you, you know, and all that stuff. So I love it. I, I, I love it. And then I don't know what happened, but you decided to move to the no bitch zone and, and, um, uh, here we are. So, yeah. And that's a daily task, man. I mean, every day I, I, I struggle with that, yep. you know, just not where I want to be. And, you know, you see guys, you know, even like you and Raymond Burke, you just have big such companies, but then I got to realize, you know, as long as I am open-minded and know that I can fix these problems, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, just because I'm not there today, like uh response bid, for instance. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you were, when you were doing, uh, you know, when you were just talking about it, you brought up the fact of the 10 to one ROI mm-hmm. and it's like, why, you know, why haven't you done it yet? And it's like, it's a little bit of the being a, a bitch, you know, and it's like, <laughs> and, uh, there is no excuse, but it's something that, you know, I'll get to, and I think it's going to benefit me. And I just, you know, I'm, I don't want to make any excuses. It's just something I want to do. Yeah. And, and if th- that's a good example of, you know, what I should be doing, but I don't, I'm not perfect. So, yeah. well, you probably shouldn't be adding that right now. Cause you're in the middle of your busy season and it's not a good time to implement new right. stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's another thing I'm, I'm so busy right now and it, it's, it's, uh, but I, I, when I say busy, I'm booking four days a week. Right. Mm. And I'm usually doing one, two jobs a day max. Cause it's just me and another guy. Yep. I have another guy that works with me, but it's usually only two of us at a time. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like a relaxed busy, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm free and I wake up, I start work at nine. I'm home usually by two thirty, three o'clock. And, uh, that's my busy, but you know, I, th- I think I'm that's happy. worthy of a zoom fist bump, bro. That's, that's pretty freaking <laughs> awesome right there. I, I love it. So, I absolutely love it. So I, uh, you know, I, it, it's, it's, and I, it, I don't know if I want to get all the trucks and stuff I want to have. I want to be to the point where I decide what I want to do as I go. You know, when people, when my workers get here, I want to be able to say, you know what? I don't want to go today. I want to go to the beach and just send them on their way. That's, that's kind of where I want to be. I want to be at a spot where I can work or not work. And, uh, you know, and then we'll get into all the other stuff where, you know, where I start hiring admin and stuff like that. But right now I'm really happy as can be. I mean, I'm not where I want to be completely, but I'm so happy. I'm financially free, but I'm also uh, mentally free. Like I don't have the stress of full-time job where I used to work. I mean, that stuff's not fun. Yeah. And you're working with people who don't want to work as hard as you and they're making the same amount of money and you're, you're stuck with a choice. Like, should I just not work hard? But that's not in my blood. So that's, that's what drove me to do this. And, uh, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad I did this. always wanted to have my own thing. I just never knew it was going to be pressure washing. I knew, uh, I knew I pressure washed before, like, you know, cleaning up sidewalks and stuff like that with the, with the, with the wand. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I always, there was always like a amount of peace with it. Like it just felt like peaceful. You could have headphones in. And it's, you're playing with water. Like when you were a kid yeah. playing super soakers. No, that's, that's so. true. That's, you know, I'm not in the field. You know, I'm not on the truck anymore and which is what I want. So I'm not suggesting that I want to be back on the truck, but I really miss that part. Cause I, I love audiobooks and I love podcasts, but, um, I have a hard time focusing on them if I'm kind of not like occupied. And, uh, you know, occupied could be mowing the yard, occupied could be running a pressure washer, 
or something like that. Because if you're out selling, your mind's a little more active, you know, where when you're doing the pressure washing, you're literally, it's like you're, um, it's like you're in a little room by yourself. And, you, you know, it's like you got this privacy, you know, so you're out there, you're doing the thing, you got your AirPods in or whatever. And it's just like, you you don't even care that you got 10 hours of work ahead of you. Cause it's like, I was always like, man, I've got 10 hours of entertainment. I'm going to listen to two Joe Rogan podcasts. I'm going to listen to a Josh Latimer podcast and probably an hour of an audio book. And I'm like, this is how freaking awesome is this? Right. <laughs> and you know, cause everyone else don't, they don't get to do that shit till they get home and they're tired and then they, they got other stuff to do. So it's almost like playing in a sense, you know, and it is hard work. Don't get me wrong. There's a reason I want it off the truck, but there's definitely a, I have a little bit of a romantic memory of it, if you will. Right. Yep. It's. Uh, I feel like Joe Rogan's my best friend, honestly. <laughs> I don't even know. Aliens, it's true, DMT, man. We're, and we're, elk meat. <laughs> we're, yep. We're hanging out with him all the day, all day on the roof, man. You yeah. know, it's just listening to him and all, you know, all kinds of podcasts. But it's, it is a great feeling. And like you said, it's not always easy. It can be stressful, like when you, when you bust out a window or you mm -hmm. fall off a roof, you know, like yep. that stuff. But you just got to learn from it. And uh, I, I, you know, I like the challenge of dealing with a customer every now and again. I mean, personally, I like when I get there and they go right inside. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you do get a challenging customer mm -hmm. and they either want to follow you around and, and uh, you know, they just kind of don't have that trust uh, instilled yet. And, and I think it's because they think we're all mullet wearing, yeah. you know, pick up, you know, hat with a pressure washer in the back. And they think <laughs> we're just, you know, rolling up with a 30 pack of bud and, you know, well, a pack I mean, of Marlboro Reds whoa, whoa, whoa. or something. Let's, let's not pick on my people for a minute. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but yeah, I just think, and then, but as I, as I progress and I wrap the truck and I got the skid mm -hmm. that, that kind of goes away, man. They see that and they're like, okay, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I'll go back inside and do whatever I was doing. So that, that, that's helped uh, along. So that's one thing I recommend. That's probably in your, you know, second year, you don't want to rush to get stuff wrapped right away. You can do things like flyers and, mm -hmm. uh, uh, yard signs, but you know, as you progress and yeah. you get confident and well, you build your reviews mm -hmm. and that's another thing I want to thank you, man, that, that review stuff like that you taught us at that wash it down was mm -hmm. awesome. And thank I've, you. I've been really accumulating them. Good deal. And just with those little tips, I appreciate that. Oh, you bet. But at, and, and all that stuff, you know, as you get more confident, you build your reviews, you wrap your truck, you know, you get your skid. I mean, I'm not saying the looks is all everything, but it helps. It helps with the customer and the neighbors here and you, you know, you know, pressure washing or roof cleaning. They come out and then, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, they want to they want to get their stuff done, too. So yeah. that that has a lot to do with it. So well, let's know, do not this. always easy. Let's back up just a little bit because, I mean, we you, actually you're going to be an easy guest because you came out just rocking and rolling here. So I'm not having to drag stuff out of you. And I appreciate that. Let's back up a little bit. So you said you've been doing this for about three years, right? Not even. Yep. Yeah. So not even. So close to the um, what were you doing before and why did you start doing this? OK, that's an interesting start question. answering. I'm listening. I'm just grabbing a beer out of the mini fridge. So, so do your thing. All right. So why I started my old job is what you're asking. Why you so, started this? No. What were you doing before and why did you start pressure washing? Okay. So I've, I've done all kinds of jobs throughout my life. I mean, I went from lifeguard to, um, you know, landscaping, 
uh, painting. The last job I had was working in a uh, mental health facility, and uh, oh, it wasn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily because of the job that I wanted to do this. It's it's just I always wanted to do something on my own. So uh, I just I don't know. When I was a painter, we pressure washed some roofs in the wrong way, by the way, like barrel tiles. <laughs> we were up there blasting them. Yeah. And I always like I said, I always had this piece. So when I I would watch Shark Tank and things of that nature and like other shows about inventing things and, you know, entrepreneur type stuff. And I just knew I had it in my heart, man, that I wanted to start my own business. And I don't know. I was like, hey, pressure washing. That's pretty simple. I think uh, I've done it before. I always enjoyed it. And I and listen, when I got into it, it was I didn't know what soft washing was. And then I just hit YouTube. Because my biggest factor was, what am I going to charge? I didn't know what to charge. Yeah. So then I found uh, Dan's vlog. And that's the guy who kind of got me into soft washing. Really? And although he doesn't do it correctly, he he showed me what downstreaming was. And then um, I started Googling questions like, because I had this DeWalt pressure washer. Mm -hmm. And I started Googling like, you know, my downstream injector was different. The one that was built onto it. And then my pressure washer also said on the instruction manual, don't add bleach. And I'm like, man, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I can't add bleach. So I started Googling. I found forums. Then I found Facebook pages. And one thing led to another. And, you know, I went around with we my wheel and my DeWalt around. Then I got an X-Jet. And then I got these different types of injectors, different size injectors. And I just kept learning. And I mean, obsessively. Like on my free time, I was up till 2, 3 in the morning researching just mm -hmm. researching videos and so let and me ask you a question on that so um i don't think based on what i've observed and even some of the stuff you've shared uh on this podcast so far i don't think you've struggled um in the sales and marketing side of things now i'm sure you've had some struggles we all do but i'm just saying like probably in comparison to everyone else so you're talking about all the focus that you've put in on like the technical side of things, what, what were you doing to, I know you mentioned Facebook and letting your friends know, but you've done pretty well. You're staying really, you know, you're staying as busy as you want to stay. What did you do to, uh, a, was there a fear there on getting work? And then B, how did you overcome that beyond letting your friends on Facebook know? Um, yeah, so there, I wouldn't say there was ever a fear of not getting work. It just there, it just what it was. I wasn't getting much work in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But um, flyers going. I mean, I didn't go around knocking on doors and things like that. I did hand out flyers. I did probably hand out like <coughs> five thousand flyers in mm -hmm. the first month, mm -hmm. two months, something like that. I did hit that hard. I wasn't knocking on the door. Wait, time out, everyone. Listen to that shit. So here's a guy now, and yes. We all know he's had some struggles and he's got a lot of ups and we know he's had some downs, but this son of a bitch didn't hand out 500 flyers and say, no one called me. He didn't hand out a thousand and say, flyers don't work. He didn't hand out 2000 and say, oh, golly gee, people in my area just don't want it. And there's too much competition. And let me tell you, you don't have as much competition as someone that's in West Palm Beach, Florida has. Okay. You know, you know what this motherfucker did? He handed out 5,000 flyers in his first month or so. That is why this son of a bitch is successful, and I love it. So you're you're speaking my language. Thank you, man. It's not flyers. I want to be clear. It's not that I'm in love with flyers. I don't want people to have to do a hard job like that. It's the fact that it was the option that you had at the time, 
and you did it. And that's what's right. impressive. So props to you. Right. Yeah, because I handed out 5,000. It still didn't get no phone calls. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, listen. It, it, what, I mean, I got phone calls, but I think the work came from uh, first it was word of mouth, mm-hmm. friends of friends, you know, that, that hap, you know, that dries up though. So you got to do good work and they, they refer to other friends. But what I really did, one of the biggest things that I did was when I was, when I was slow, when I did get a job, I made such a pony show out of it. Like I, I made sure I cleaned the front of the roof first and I was out there, you know, for a good four or five hours. And I, I wanted to, the neighbors to walk by. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to like make it look like I own the neighborhood. Like I wanted to make it seem like I was doing this longer than I really have. Yeah. And, and looking back on it now, it's funny because, you know, I had a pickup truck with two 55 gallon barrels in the back of it. Mm-hmm. It was not professional at all. But in my mind, I was like the best pressure washer in the world. They were way ahead of me. We started out with five <laughs> gallon buckets of bleach. So we didn't even have, yeah. I didn't have a buffer tank. I didn't even have one. And, well, that's not true. I technically did, but, uh, and I, I used five gallon buckets. I, I remember when we started going to the pressure washing store in the morning and I'd have to get four buckets of bleach. And I was like, we are kicking ass. <laughs> Crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. I remember, and like, I would go to Pinch a Penny and get those two and a half gallon weird yep. brown uh, golden nugget looking things. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, it's funny, man. I mean, now let me I, say I, this I, real quick. I, I want to be, I don't want to be uh, anyone to take me the wrong way here. I'm not making fun of the guys starting small. You know, I want to be clear. I that's how I did it. You know, that's how Mike did it. So we're not teasing anyone that this using the five gallons. Something that warms my heart more than anything is when someone online posts a photo of like their wife's Toyota Camry. And they're like, well, this is what I've got to work with. And they've got like a, you know, little Home Depot, you know, $200 pressure washer in the back. And I'm like, you know what? It's just like the flyer thing with you. It's like this son of a bitch is doing it. And to me, you know, so you did flyers, something went wrong. You didn't get calls and that's, that is what it is, but that's not the point. You know, you succeeded because you're the kind of guy that put out 5,000 when you weren't getting many calls from them. Other people, right. you know, that, that's the thing that's like, you know, at that you could have stopped your story right then. And I'm like, all right, this guy's going to win. Cause he, yeah. you know, the fact that you didn't get calls and you're not sitting here saying, gosh, I, I did all this work, did it for nothing. You know, uh, you're not a bitch. You're not a victim. You're, you're, you found a way to win. So keep talking. I'm, you're just getting me excited. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all right, man. I mean, it's just, so the flyers didn't exactly work for me, but because my flyers looked horrible, they did. I I kind of like Photoshop stuff together and sent it to uh, what's that uh, real real big? You get cards made of oh, Vistaprint. Vistaprint. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I did all that. I got these ugly magnets uh, for my truck, and I was doing all that stuff wrong. But like you said, I had to drive, yep. and, and something in me, man, just I did not want to quit. And I seen Raymond Burks and stuff like that out there and although i sometimes i got discouraged seeing that it also made me realize like this is possible man like he's in florida um Mm -hmm. you know there's a patrick clark all kinds of them guys and i just knew it was possible and if you listen to their stories i think i've heard actually patrick's on yours and raymond's on yours yeah your podcast pat's story is so inspirational fire yeah and he and same with him man he wasn't getting work 
But mm-hmm. I think the first year really makes or breaks us. And I think it's good for us that are actually considering this seriously because it takes it separates the people who are serious from all the other bull crap out there. And it's good for us washers, man, because if not, then we would be really saturated. Mm-hmm. And these people, the first year, they don't make it and they drop out. But the thing is, if you stick through that first year, your your Google page and stuff like that's going to start you know, getting more traction. And that's what it's all about. Even with website, you could pay for the best SEO if you don't allow time to build traction. So you got to go out there and do what you can while you have the time. And then when you start getting the money, then you start running ads and things like that. But I mean, me, honestly, I don't even really run ads. It's just, I accumulate my reviews. I try to keep up on my Google, my business, Mm -hmm. but it's just, I, I just tripled tripled every year so this is my third year and i'm finally going to be i I already passed 100k so i'm going to be you know i'm i'm just excited that's a that was a huge milestone that's huge man dude huge huge god so so listen this is the stuff that's fucking awesome like you know so we're, we're just two we're just two dudes that said hey someone else can do it i can do it and like i had a moment earlier uh I think it was this week, but you know, uh, very, very recent. And it's one of my, one of my technicians and he, uh, he came up here on a Sunday. So I was up here, it was this past Sunday. I was up here working and he messaged me and he goes, Hey, are you at the office? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, he he had asked me to put a planner in automate motivate, which is this, uh, software that we use to, that you can earn points and then you can cash out stuff and you can get gift cards and I've got where they can get a by a paid day off or, you know, I uh, just gave a Nintendo switch to a guy uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. So anyway, but by the way, go to J N E gym.com. You can get automate motivate for two months for $3. But the, <laughs> the, um, my point though, is this technician, he came up because he had me put a planner. I can't show it to you cause he grabbed it. Um, cause he wants to be more purposeful cause I've been preaching to the guys how I use this planner and it helps me get there. And he wants that planner because, you know, he's trying to be purposeful with his life. And he's about to, hopefully, fingers crossed, close on his first investment property. And that so here you and I are. We're just two dudes that are like, hey, we just made a business just out of thin air. We've, we've created income for ourselves and the people that we love just out of fucking thin air, just out of pure just grit, hustle, and then adding, you know, some strategy and knowledge along the way. And, um, you know... And then now you, now you get to sit here and be like, yeah, I generated hundred K and it's like the fuck, you know, the people, people think you're a, a magical unicorn, you know, right. doing that stuff. And we're just spraying water on shit. Yeah. We're just spraying water on stuff and, and we're changing our lives and the lives of people around us. I love it. I love it. And, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was when I was watching these YouTube videos, I seen a lot of vinyl houses and you know, in Florida, there isn't much vinyl. Yeah. So I think when I started it and I was watching these YouTubes and I was making my flyers, I kept putting house washing, house washing. And that's just not really a big ticket. I mean, it's when you get them and I'm starting to get them now because mm-hmm. of I'm just building my brand and people come to me and they, you know, I'm learning how to sell it. But the more in my area, house washing isn't really what people know about. They don't really? really do it much. It's roof cleaning. So that's how I, then I started realizing roof cleaning is where I'm going to be making my money. That's mm-hmm. where I'm. So I started going, I started going towards that. 
So not always what you see on YouTube is going to be, you know, you can learn a lot and that's yeah. great, but your exact market is going to be different. It's a little different. You got to find your, yeah, you got to find your niche in there. And, and, and that's what happened. And then I started advertising for that. And then that's when I think it really started taking off. And then what I do is I upsell the house wash and I upsell the window cleaning. And I used to, I still hate windows. I hate cleaning them, but I offer it only as like an add on type thing, but it's good to have because you can clean windows, you know, eight times a year, or 10 times mm. a year on the same house. And the more you're at people's house, the more you're going to get work because the neighbors are going to see you. Yeah. And as you, and Absolutely. you know, like I said, well, there's a couple yeah, of so, things that are really valuable in that. And like, we've stopped doing interior window cleaning in our company because, uh, you know, well, for two big reasons. The first one is simplifying our systems because we added paver ceiling. And, you know, if you're going to scale and have other people doing the work, you can only do train your people on so many things and be effective. And then the other thing is it's like our slow, it was our lowest, uh, uh, you know, dollar per hour service. So it would be like if I, you know, had a, you know, we could do $800 of interior window cleaning in a day, but that same truck could go do, you know, $2,000 of, pressure washing but on the outside windows those that reoccurring rate getting the quarterly you know i I implemented a thing last year uh getting people on a quarterly schedule and i kind of half-assed it and we came into this year and i i implemented it i can't remember exactly when but we came into 2020 and we had fifty thousand dollars on the books and i didn't do anything it was just from reoccurring now there's other window cleaning companies that probably coming into the year with you know five hundred thousand but like we went from zero reoccurring to now I had 50 K plus what we added on top of it. So that reoccurring stuff, not only is it great to have, but it's also um, uh, like, it makes your company more valuable if you want to sell it. You know, if you got reoccurring Mm -hmm. accounts, you know, it makes your company more valuable. So, and also the exterior cleaning of the windows is probably cheaper for your insurance too. Mm -hmm. I can imagine because you're not sending your guys inside. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and then that, by the way, uh, you know, I, I try not to make this the pressure washing podcast, but this episode absolutely is, and that's perfectly fine. But, uh, you know, we, I normally don't talk too much about technical stuff, but I will say on services, for those of you that are in the service industry, um, or I'm sorry, in the pressure washing industry, uh, probably the best add-on service you can do is exterior window cleaning. You can, you know, if you buy a, a pretty decent sys, uh water-fed pole system you can get it for 2000 to 2700 bucks for a pretty good system and then all of a sudden you've got a super easy upsell on every house wash or every roof that you do because every time you quote a roof or a house wash you just you throw it on there do you want the option for the spot free window cleaning and then you know two two hundred three hundred four hundred dollar upsell you can train a guy how to do it in five minutes it's a piece of cake so take that guys that's a freebie there you go yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead. So what's the, um, I know you said you don't know for sure, but if someone put a gun to your head today, like you have a, you have an idea right now, you just know that you might want to change your mind. What, what do you see you doing with your business? Uh, you know, so let me throw a couple of thoughts out there. A, do you want to, you know, keep it forever or sell it? B, um, are you thinking you're going to scale and get more trucks or do you think you're going to, you know, do the Aaron Parker lean and mean thing with, with a solo truck? If you were going to lean a one direction or another, which way do you think you'd be going? I think, um, 
I definitely want to have two trucks, something like that. But if once I get to the point where I'm maxing out each one of those trucks, mm -hmm. of course, I think I'm going to add another one. Cause I mean, it's just the way I think it's, you know, and then by then I'll have somebody like a lead tech on each truck. Maybe I'll have a guy overseeing all them trucks. You know what I'm saying? So the, the process of starting another one, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but at least the system will be in place that it won't be, it'll kind of just, you're duplicating it. Mm -hmm. So I can, I definitely want to have two, two, two crews. And maybe even if one of the crew is me and another guy, and then I have a whole nother crew that on their own, I definitely want to have that option because just if for busy season and things like that. Yep. And then I, and then part of the year I can just send one truck. I kind of like the idea of that. And then I can uh, maybe go out into other things. And when I say that, I don't know what, but I just know there's tons of ways to make money. I mean, all of us, we obviously all watch YouTube. Yep. There's, I mean, don't junk removal. There's pond. I mean, I was watching something about ponds, building mm -hmm. ponds. And it's just, that's, it's in my blood, man. Like, yeah. it's just, I, dog my juice is like. You can go pick up dog poop. I, there's a, I have a <laughs> guy that comments on a lot of my YouTube videos. I forget his screen name right now, but he's, he's changing his life, picking up dog shit. And I'm like, those are the people I fucking love. You know, the ones that they don't, they don't take themselves too serious. They, you know, they, they don't, you know, they, they just get out there and they get results and I love it. I love it. I love right. it. I love it. So Mike, I, let me pause just for a second. I want to throw something to the chat room real fast. So guys, I just, sure. I just wrote down the timestamp here. So I'll know where to kind of go back and look to make it easy. We're not going to get into them right this second, but guys, if you have any questions for Mike, uh, go ahead and throw them in the chat. If you've already asked it once, throw it in the chat again. Cause I'm going to go back to that seven minute and 50, uh, or seven, 50 7 50 p.m timestamp and just start looking from there on in the chat it'll make it easy for me so if you guys have questions for mike throw it in the chat uh, or me too i guess but if you got questions mike throw it in the chat we'll come back to them here in a few minutes um mike let me ask you a question now i'm kind of putting you sure. on the spot here because you know I, maybe i'm calling you out or maybe i'm making you look like the hero here we'll see uh, you've done exceptionally well you know you've you've kicked ass You've taken names, you know, you're, you're building your own destiny. Um, how is your process, you know, the, the Mike Olin process of determining your goals, you know, do you write goals down? Do you break them down into, to plans or, or not, or is it more kind of internal in your head and you're just kind of running after it or what do you do in that respect? Yeah. So I don't, I don't write, I mean, I have notebooks and stuff like that, that I keep, um, ideas. Like I, I'm the type of person that like, I'll think of a saying for a shirt and I'll just write it down or I'll think of this soap that I could, that I think I, I have this idea, like a soap that I want to create that like mm -hmm. stuff like that, man. And I'll go in my phone, put it in my notes. If I think of a good slogan, uh, you know, stuff like that, I'll write it down. But as far as like the building the business, um, it's all in my head, man. I, and, and it's always different. Like I said, like I can see myself being, the, you know, like a Patrick Clark or a Brandon Vaughn, those types of guys. And then you mentioned Aaron, like just keeping it nice and lean. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't really write it down in a calendar other than I have a little note 
thing in our, you know, everybody has it in their phone. Yep. And I just, your know, ideas, things like that, I write down. Um, and then, uh, you know, I have uh, the customer factor that helps with like the work stuff, scheduling and things like that. But as far as my goals, um, I just put ideas and notes stuff, but my, my plans and stuff for this business, I kind of just take it day by day. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't let, set, let me interrupt like, hey, you I, just a little bit. If you, uh, I'm real good at interrupting if you haven't figured that out yet. Um, but let, let me jump in there. Do you, um, so are you cool with that? Or do you like, are you saying to yourself, this is how I want to do it? Or do you think you could have more success if you were a little more purposeful, you know, by writing those things down, coming up with a plan and stuff like that? I a hundred percent definitely think I can make my company bigger and and more successful if i did implement that mm -hmm. stuff i do um but but it's like i guess it's it could be a little bit of procrastination yeah. i don't know or fear even yeah but uh, <laughs> 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 but it's i enjoy where i'm at and every day and every month you know there was a few months back there in the spring that didn't do as well as other months but yeah. um I'm growing and growing and I like the scale that I'm at and I do know that um, I could, you know, hire an admin or really get like an advertising team going, stuff like that to mm -hmm. really build more, build, get more calls coming in yep. because I got to be honest with you, a lot of the times, you know, it's overwhelming with the phone calls I get and that's it not is. all just customers. It's a, uh, you know, home advisor. Uh, home advisor yeah that bull that seriously man yeah. that's like 50 percent of it yeah. that's literally 50 percent of it and it's you know home advisor yelp all that crap and uh a lot of the time man i have my phone i have my voicemail set please visit oldonspressurewashing.com or i say i'm out in the field right now please visit oldonspressurewashing.com fill out the free request quote form free quote request form and a lot of the times man i don't even call people back and it's like i'm getting so busy with yeah. the requests that I'm, I'm okay. But you I knew if I sat, to, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, if I, go ahead. If I sat down and I really got an admin or maybe uh, one of them services that answered my yep. calls. So this mm -hmm. way they could, I don't know if they could do this, but maybe they could enter it into my CRM on the phone. I don't know can. if they do that. Yeah, no, like I, I use one, um, Jill's office. I think they've been really good. Uh, you know, that they're not perfect. I, but I've been using them for a while because I haven't had an admin since March. And uh, I, I actually fired my admin like a week before COVID decimated my business for a few months. And um, I actually, I think I was telling you right before, uh, right before we started recording, I just, just finished an interview and, and uh, I'm, I just hired another admin. So she'll be, should be starting here in about two weeks. But, um, but my point is I've been using Jill's office. Um, I can absolutely recommend them. Uh, you know, they're, um, they haven't done everything perfect for me, but they've been phenomenal just on like helping me with that overflow. And the cool thing about them is uh, I don't know what CRMs they're trained in, but you can set it up a few different ways. If, if, and I'm sure there's other call services that do it too, but I'm mentioning Jill's office cause I've used them and I like them. They're, they're really good people over there. Um, the uh, they'll take a call they'll, and then every time the call comes in that you just get an email like two minutes later with you know with all that stuff so they don't even enter it to like your website but if you have like they're trained like say with responsive bid so they can actually if you want they can give quotes 
to the person through response to bid. They can actually schedule the job and all that stuff for you, or they can just take the information. So they're, uh, they're, they're, they're pretty good and we've been using them for a while and, and I'm pretty satisfied with them. So but do you, you should, think they uh, would put, do you think they would put the name, email and address into my custom? Uh, like if they went on my website, they could do it. Yeah. I don't know if they're add. trained in the customer factor. Cause I think that's your CRM, right? The customer factor. I'm not 100% yeah. sure if they're trained on that one, but I, I'll tell you this much. It's worth going to the website, click the ask a question button and ask Cause, uh, Mike, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Just like on the outside, you know, listening here, um, I think you're, I think you're, uh, I think if you tweaked a couple of things, the exponential growth that you would have would blow your mind. And like one of them is this right here. Like think, think of it, you know, you, uh, if you're like us, most phone calls that come in, you could convert to a sales appointment. You know, it's pretty easy. You know, I'm, I'm thinking like 85% or more, 85, 90%, you can convert to an appointment. Well, if you've converted those to an appointment and if your closing rate is, you know, let's just call it 50% to make the math easy, you know, how, how many calls did you not get back to this month, you know, eight, or last month? What, what if it was 20? Let's just say, you know, what if it was 20 calls? So then, you know, um, or let's say it was like 24 calls and there's 20 of them you would have converted to an appointment and then you sold half of them and your average ticket price is 500 bucks. That's five grand that you, you dropped. You can hire, you can hire an admin full time. For two grand, you know, full, you can have a full-time person sitting in the room that's, that's only taking three calls a day, you know, and then not to mention you can have that person making outbound phone calls for uh, property manager lists. You can have that person, you know, doing follow-up phone calls if, you know, for jobs that you did a year ago. Um, you know, I think you're probably at a point where you, you know, just with the limited info I have, you probably need to add that person because I think you're losing far more money not having that person than you are saving without them. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And, and being at that, you know, like the washathon thing, like when I went, like, I was like, oh, I, you know, I know what I'm doing, but I don't need stuff like that. But mm -hmm. that's just a thought, you know, yeah. that I no, got. No, I, yeah. And uh, when I was there, man, I was blown away. And it was because it, it wasn't about the technical stuff. It's this stuff. And and you're and I'm not just blowing smoke right now, but you that's something when I've watched your videos and that's something you really you've had your like a hundred percent full steam into the back end stuff. Yeah. Like the the you know, like the way you just broke that number down, like if you know, five thousand a month, that's half of my business right there. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's that's half of my business. So mm -hmm. it is amazing. And I always knew that in my gut, man. And, uh, I think Jill's office is something I want to get into. And yep. also another confession I have is a lot of my estimates aren't, they're not done in person either. So, well, that's um, okay. That's not in my opinion, not ideal, but that's not a sin in my opinion, but that's, that's, that's definitely lessens the amount. Cause I know when I do go mm -hmm. and I usually get it and it's yeah. not because it's not, it's just because they, you know, I, I go, I, I try to wear like a nice collared shirt, like what you're yeah. at wearing and, and with my logo, you look professional. They see your rig and they see my, or they see my truck and, and, and they just, you know, I think they get that trust factor with you. Then they go online, they check you out on Google they, or they already have. Mm -hmm. So they put a face with the name and yep. I think that helps too. So I think my closing rate would go up because I am. I just looked at customer factor today. I am at about 50%, but that changes every day. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, literally it could be different right now, yep. but um, it's just, I think that would help 
increase it. But so, you know, let me I, let me put you I'm, on the spot again here. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> and if you want, we can just just go do one of these. And be like Bob, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, and I'll stop talking. <laughs> I'll to kick, you. I'll Normally, kick, I would say away. I'd edit it out, but we're live on YouTube, also. All good, man. <laughs> but um, let me ask you this. Um, so there's some some th- you know you're clearly talking about some things that you know you probably need to be pulling the trigger on you know and uh like i actually i just had this conversation with my wife today too because my wife has a home service business and uh we talked about two weeks ago and her and i you know when we were done with this conversation she's like yep i'm gonna find a business coach i'm like awesome you know when you're gonna do it she's like i'm gonna do it this week i'm like great well it's been about two weeks so i called her today and i'm like how's that search going and she's like well and i'm like yeah i said are you scared she's like yeah i'm scared and uh so we talked about it and and got through it but um and now i want to be clear i've i go through those exact same things myself so i'm not like trying to preach from up on high but just as a friend and you know we'll say an accountability partner here in front of the entire world what what is it that you think that's keeping you from pulling that trigger on the admin or on the uh the marketing or on the whatever you know there's something that's holding you back there what do you think it is i think it's the fear if like i ever say the call stop coming in you know i think it's having to get rid of people or something like that if it's not working out like i don't want to bring something on and not be a hundred percent that it's mm. going to work out so it's the fear of the unknown and the fear of like, what if another COVID happens or mm-hmm. something, you know, and I, yeah. and I got to get rid of people. I what like, if, so let's stop I, right I'm there complete. for a second. Let, let's yeah, not yeah. go too far. Let's, let's attack the a couple of them. So you said two things. So the first one, um, the, uh, you know, what if I hire someone and it doesn't work out and I don't have enough work for them? Cause that was a fear of mine. Cause you, cause morally you're standing, what you're saying and I think this is extremely admirable. Like I'm the same way. So I'll brag on myself and say, I think I'm being extremely admirable. You're saying to yourself, I have a moral obligation to provide for my employees. I have a moral obligation to make sure that they're, they're taken care of. Okay. Now I'm going to agree with that. And I would just say that we have a moral obligation to be ethical and give our best effort for our employees. But we don't have a moral obligation to provide for people. And, and what I mean, just like no one, you know, no one has a moral obligation to take care of your ass. You're out there busting it and making it happen. Right. So, so here's the thing. If you hire good people, because if you hired a bad person by mistake and that happens, you know, you're either going to fire them or they're going to just not show up one day. And that is what it is. So, but if you, let's say you hire an A player, because that's really what we're worried about. We're, we're worried about hiring someone that's really, really good, and maybe they left another job to come work for you because you said it was awesome for you, and you hire them, and now all of a sudden, well, shit, I just can't make it. I couldn't do it. First off, you need to set expectations. Hey, I'm conquering the world right now, and there's no guarantees in life, but here's where I'm going. There might be some road uh, speed bumps along the way, but if you want to join the team, jump on. But let's just say you hired five A players today, and in four weeks, you don't have enough work for them. I guarantee you, if you know, if we were in a room of fifty Ray Burks or fifty Joe Shuttles or fifty, you know, Brandon Vaughns, and you stood up in the room and said, "Hey, who in here would hire an A player right now if I could guarantee they're an A player?" How many of those fifty people do you think are going to raise their hand? 
All of them. Every one of them, right? Because everyone's yeah. looking for a phenomenal person. So here's the thing. Ethically, you did the right thing because you gave your best effort and you treated them morally. But if they're an A player, they're going to land on their feet because everyone and their dog is out there looking for an A player. And when True. someone kind of explained that to me, that relieved a lot of my stress because it's like, you're not ruining it. Have you ever been fired or let go or laid off or anything like that? Uh, of course, yeah. Did you die? <laughs> is your no. life ruined? No. 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 So it's not going to happen to them either. So, yes, we bust our ass. We do everything that we can. But everyone knows there's a risk. And then and then the COVID, like what if there's another COVID? Like I think COVID is the best example of that is no one has security. And right. we kind so. of do because we're entrepreneurs, right? We kind of do because we know how to make it happen if, if the world falls apart and all there's left is roaches. Well, I don't know. I'll start, I'll start charging roaches to clean up roach shit or something. You know, I'll figure it out. But, <laughs> but, you know, what if COVID? Well, what if? Okay. Well, I mean, what if a worldwide pandemic happens? Well, we're all kind of fucked at that point. You know, so, you, again, you didn't hurt anyone. You didn't damage anyone. And I know I'm preaching and I know, you know, forgive me here, but I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm hoping what I can say can maybe free you up in a way that it freed me when someone kind of had this little conversation with me. So if I could sum it up, Mike, cause I love you, bro. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Don't not pursue your fear or don't, <laughs> don't uh, not pursue your dreams and your goals because you're afraid of what'll happen. Cause here's the thing. I can guarantee you bad shit's going to happen guarantee it so you might as yeah. well grow and expand and get better while while that stuff's happening rant over i hope that was acceptable um move on yeah. <laughs> and i think that's what jill jill's office would be a great thing honestly for me to implement i think that's something i'm gonna do actually jill's office yeah. because it's and i mean who cares if i don't use them you know a month from now yeah, who cares? they're well, not gonna yeah and they won't <laughs> and, care it, and i think It'll help at least if I'm not getting the jobs, all the jobs from them. At least they're going to accumulate my uh, my uh, what do you call it? My clientele. I'm going to have all that built up emails and stuff. Yeah, and we talked about this before. Yeah, I can hit them with stuff later on. Absolutely. So you know what? Uh, so on that note, so here's another. This is good stuff. This is good stuff for the listeners. So. Um, what you're referring to for those that maybe didn't catch it, cause you and I had a conversation at Washthon. I think it was when we were at Washthon, right? Is that when yes. we were talking about it is, um, like we won't give someone a quote without getting their contact info. So like, if you call my company and you're like, Hey, will you give me a quote? I'm like, sure. And I have my script and I run, you know, if you were at Washthon, you know, the script, I shared it with you. If you own my yep. course, you know, my script, go to nobitchzone.com, Check out the course, by the way, guys, uh, at the end of this week, it's Monday morning, actually. I have it set till Monday morning. Uh, it's four hundred dollars off. It's eight seventy-seven. It's worth ten times that. It's worth ten grand. Uh, there's a guy that's been on here that uh, on the chat that said he just went from zero to three hundred thousand dollars from the course. Dang. The course is almost almost a year old, folks. Another guy just sent me a message said he's generated fifty k this year just from a couple of things that he took from the course. Nobitchstone.com. Use the code eight. K special. All right. Save 400 bucks. It'll be 477 for you for the rest of the week. Now back to what I was saying though. Um, the, uh, well, hell I was talking about phone scripts. So I, I lost, I started selling you guys my course and I forgot what, what the hell were we talking about? Um, we're talking about the email. Oh, the email emails. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you call, if you call my company, we won't give you a quote and we're not, we won't come to your house. 
it without your email. We have all the contact info and all that stuff. And it, I mean, maybe one time a week, and I don't even think it's that often, someone won't do it. If you know what you're doing, if you have a detailed, purposeful, um, you know, script, you, you can get all that information. I did an email blast a few weeks ago. It was actually right before things really picked up for us, you know, with the busy season that we're now in. And I was able to send out, uh, it was almost 4,000 emails. I didn't track it exactly. I should have, shame on me. But I think it generated 15 plus thousand dollars for me. I, I could probably do a lot of work and figure out, but I know that's real close. And I know for a fact, a lot of those were people that never bought from me. I did an email blast and the message of the email was, I was like, hey, you're a former customer. The busy season is coming. Let's get on the schedule. And I had people that have never used me before getting on my schedule because we've harvested those emails. So I don't know why we got on that topic, but that's a great, great topic too. Guys, well, you we need to buy the about... new entrepreneur's toolkit. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Anything else I need to go over? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there was, a, no, we were talking about how I need to maybe get an admin or something that will help generate and I brought up maybe Jill's office would be something I want to get. And that's how we got on that topic. But yeah. I, you're absolutely right, man. I mean, I, I, it's in my gut every day. And I know that I could be the next. But I think I keep telling myself slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. And maybe it does. Maybe it don't. But you're right, man. There is a lot of money that yeah. I'm losing. But I also enjoy the time yeah. and the freedom I have on that end of it. So it's like. Well, slow and steady you know, is a good method. You know, right. like, so I'm on the, I'm like the blow and go method, right? I'm like the, I'm forsaking money in my pocket today, you know, and for the sake of being able to have a whole lot of it in my pocket here in a very short time now, but my strategy is not wrong with my aggressive fast growth strategy. Your, your, uh, slow and steady strategy is not wrong either. As long as the strategy is pointing you towards and getting you closer to the why. If it's getting you closer right. to your why, it's right. And that's it. You know, there's, there's no other, uh, there's no bones about it. So, so please understand as I'm, as I'm preaching at you here, this unsolicited advice that I'm giving you, um, the, uh, I'm not suggesting that you're doing it wrong. I'm just suggesting that if you want to, if you wanted to do a couple of things, I think you could make a couple of minor tweaks that you could probably implement in less than five days and have some significant improvement. So, you know, I, I a hundred percent agree. And uh, I mean, it, it, it is true, man. It's just, there's so much that I know that I can be, you know, getting better and better. But I think, I think I want to just, you know, like with Jill's office, man, I think that's something I'm really going to look into, man, because yeah. it's, it's a simple, you know, it's a third party thing they can accumulate. Hopefully I'll talk to them and see if they can just punch the info in for me and it'll just help me be able to accumulate emails, but also make sure I get everyone's information to give them an estimate, yeah. which I know I'm losing a couple because I'm remember I'm on the truck. Yeah. So I'm not answering the call a lot when I'm on, you know, I'll, I'll like tell you that, this, so. you, you could actually, uh, in all seriousness, just that, um, I'm positive they can do what you're needing them to do. And someone out there can if they can't, but I'm pretty sure they can. And um, you could have them up and running. Like they're, they're a piece of cake. You could have them up and running in like 48 hours. And now you you could just lose all the stress of now, – now you don't even got to be stressed that you're not getting to the call. It doesn't matter. Right. You got someone taking it for you. So 
Yeah, you'd love that. So, but let's change that subject. Let's move on to the next thing. Let's move to the probably the most important thing I can talk to you about um, in both life and business. So if you need to take a second, kind of center yourself. Um, <laughs> Woof, yeah, Fabra. Yeah, get, get ready, okay? So, Mike, now, again, I don't know you well, but... Um, the little bit that I've been around you in person. And then I think this is the second time you and I have done a, like a live stream kind of like this before. Um, you actually seem now I'm not suggesting that you couldn't be dangerous. I'm not saying that, but you seem like a really just like nice, almost cuddly kind of guy. You know what I mean? You just seem <laughs> like, uh, uh, you just seem like a dude that, that is just, you know, you, you look like you give good hugs, man. You know what I mean? You just look like a good dude, you know, just a solid, a solid guy. Um, That's but, awesome. but I'm going to put you in a position where, um, I need you to fight to the death for a second. All right. So let's imagine that, um, I don't know, you're, you made it over to Palm beach, not West Palm, but like you cross the bridge you're over there with all the rich, you know, pedophiles <laughs> and everything over there in Palm Beach. Uh, Eps, you know, you're around Epstein's old place, whatever, right? Um, that's not a laughing matter, by the way. But uh, but you're over there, and you're cleaning an awesome, awesome house. And maybe it's like one of these big mansions. It's like in the shape of a square. And then on the inside of the square, there's like a big courtyard out in the middle. Okay. And let's say you had to be inside that courtyard. You got your pressure washing hose running over the top of it because you had to do some soft washing inside the courtyard or something like that. But there's no way out except through a door. And while you're down there, all the doors are magically locked. So you're stuck. It's you in a courtyard. There's a little fountain in the middle of it, you know, with like a, an angel with water coming out of its wiener, you know, and stuff like that. You know, just like imagine where you're at, Okay. And then you just hear a voice and the voice says to you, you know, Mike, you've been chosen for a fight to the death. <laughs> Pick your opponent and you get two choices. Choice number one is they're going to open up, you know, the west door over here. And there's going to be a gigantic horse sized duck. Basically a fucking dinosaur, okay? A horse-sized duck. And it's going to come through that that door. And you've got to just fight it with your bare hands. You can't use your pressure washer. You can't use a ladder. You can't use anything. Just you and the horse-sized duck. Or, I think I said the west door, I think. We'll say I said the west door. Or the east door is going to open. You can choose the east door. And you can fight 1,000 duck-sized horses. To the death, no breaks, no nothing. Two men enter, one man leaves. What say you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose the, uh, I'm gonna choose the horse-sized duck, man. I'm gonna, cause that's just one set of nuts I gotta kick. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I do not understand what's wrong with you people. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I got to. So, okay, walk me through this for a second. I need to understand how you think you're going to kill. And, and I'm not buying the kick in the nuts story because he's going to be too fast for you. By the way, they can fly, you know, also. So I, uh, so tell, walk me through the strategy. You're in this big courtyard. What are you going to do to kill this damn thing? 
Uh oh. Can you hear me, Mike? I can't hear you. Oh, Sorry, I had a phone call oh, coming through. There we go. I can hear you now. Yeah. Um, so no, you said there was a thousand little ducks, man. That's you know that's well, that they could get on your you know your back. Like, would you rather clean one thousand little roofs or one big ass roof? Well, I'd rather depends. clean. It kind of depends on the money. <laughs> but well, let me ask you this: Would you be scared of a thousand chihuahuas? Uh, of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't, because you're not a pussy. Trying to kill you. You live in the no bitch zone. You're not scared <laughs> of a thousand chihuahuas, and that's essentially what a horse, a duck sized horse is. is I guess it all depends if they're if they're pissed off. I mean, if these ducks are trying to kill me, yeah, they're trying to kill. I'd you. rather I wanted. I just want to face the one because that's only <laughs> one set of you know fists or whatever he's using. One set uh, of hooves. I don't know. See, here's here's my thing. Couple. Here's my thoughts. First off. The beak is going to be equivalent to a, a giant tree trunk at that point. So you got this thing just swiping a tree trunk around. It can crush your skull. Have you looked at a duck's foot? I know they're webbed, but they got claws. So he's now got claws this bigger than a tiger. So he's got more bigger than tiger. He's basically got like raptor claws, three of them on each one of his feet. Um, he can fly, you know, so he can dive bomb your ass. Um, and then you've got... <laughs> these little you know chihuahua looking horses and like i weigh 260 pounds i'm just gonna stop drop and roll man i'm just gonna lay on the <laughs> ground start rolling over these little chihuahua looking things and kill them I'll, you know it'll take me a couple hours i'll have to catch a breather but i'll just stand up when i need to do that they're not gonna hurt my ankles i'm good but anyway you're you're uh, one of the many that choose the big duck and i don't understand uh i don't understand you people <laughs> Hey, I guess it's all about perspective. All right. So, Mike, let me do this. I'm going to scroll through chat here. Hold on just a minute, and we'll see if anyone has any questions. Um, I kind of don't even want to ask one that I saw, but I don't think you're sensitive that to sounds it. Like, that sounds like we should ask it. Okay. Well, I think you talked about it um, when we were uh, – at Washathon. If I hadn't heard you talk about it, I probably would skip it. But I know you had a fall from a roof the other day. Is that something that you talk about? Well, no, it was, it was, uh, about two months ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you were out of commission for, fortunately, fortunately you're not still out. That could have been, you know, much, much oh, worse could it be, than it was. Yeah. It could be dead. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I've seen it come through like four times. So I'm like, I almost feel obligated to ask, is there any video sure. footage of you falling off the roof? Is what people no, I and it's funny. I uh, I actually tried setting my drone up that day, mm. and um, so I would have had drone footage of it, but I couldn't get the drone up that day. So yeah. well, okay, good. Well, I was gonna say no footage. Probably a bad thing to throw out there. Um, all right, so Jason Gibbons at our Gribbons asked. He is. He says. Have you ever tried Google Locus local service ads? Uh, no, not the ads, but I'm a big fan of uh, Google My Business. Okay, so I have I so Google local services is uh, another name for it is Google Guaranteed, and um, so I'm Google Guaranteed. You got to go through background checks, show them your insurance proof, and all that stuff. Uh, it's actually a bit of a process to get uh, approved. It's not rolled out in every market yet. Um, so I don't know if it's in your market, you know, uh, any, everyone that's listening, but it's pretty cool because 
you get a little bat or a green check mark that other people don't have. And um, so Google guaranteed means that uh, Google's vetted you and Google actually insures you up to 2000 bucks. Not well, insures the customer. So if a customer uses you and they say that you didn't provide the services that you were supposed to, Google will, will refund up to $2,000 to that customer. Now, you're going to get dropped as a Google guaranteed, you know, client if that was the case, but it's a little extra clout. So, but there's also, Hell yeah. you can also do ads through it, um, which is called uh, Google local service. I think is what it's called. And um, I've actually, the ads aren't good for pressure washing. There's not a pressure washing category. You have to click window cleaning. And then within that, there's a subset for pressure washing. I've had those ads on for a year and I think I've got like, two leads from them they 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 just really don't generate anything but the cloud alone like you said that green icon or whatever it is that just that's just one thing that puts you above man especially in florida where you're surrounded by people and you just boom yeah you got far more reviews and that little green check mark yeah it's it's huge it's huge all right that's how it is near me too jeremy olson says i just want to thank you uh you helped me a lot you're real and humble and give great advice and are helping me on my wash journey. And your Eagles coach comes from good stock. Go chiefs. <laughs> so that's, that's from uh, Jeremy Olson to you. Uh, Jason, Thanks, Jeremy, Jason uh, Hefner. Uh, he, he actually says, what's up, Bobby? Uh, this guy, he's a, a firefighter and he is storming forward to hit his first $10,000 a month this month. So he says, I'm on duty today, charging hard towards 10K every day. Jason, I know you're going to do it, bro. Um, ooh, I'm going to let you answer this one, but if you can't answer it quickly, we'll move on because it's not my favorite kind of topic on the podcast because it's more technical. But Richard H. says, what's the average gallons of SH for a roof shingle? Can you even? Uh, I could tell you um, I do barrel tiles mostly, but I would say your average house is about 2000 to 3000 square feet. And you're going to use about 20 gallons of SH, probably about 40, 50 gallons of mix. Okay. That's typical for me. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Um, How do you guys survive as gingers in the Florida sun? (laughs) I'm only half ginger. I'm my, my beard's red, but, you know, the, the carpet doesn't match the drapes, I guess, is what I'm getting at. But it's all natural. So um, being, being Irish and, you know, in on the on the roof in South Florida is uh, magical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, Basvid says just starting out. What do you guys think is a strong start? I'm looking forward to building my website, Google my business and yard signs religiously before registering to the state for a business. Um so what do you think guys think is a strong start? I'm not hundred percent sure what you mean by that. Um, cause that could be taken a couple ways, but I'd say this, it's a good strategy. There's not a lot of work to be done on the Google, my business, getting it up and going. That's pretty easy and simple website can, you know, can be more time consuming. Um, and then yard signs are a phenomenal way to uh, generate business. And, um, you know, if you don't have a lot of money for marketing yard signs, flyers, Facebook, um, those are probably the top three free ways to uh, generate business. Wouldn't you say, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. A website I didn't have until about six months, maybe a year yeah. even by the time I got up. But I'm not saying to do that. But yeah. I think like I, did, I didn't have said. a good I had a Wix website up for 
not quite a year, but you know, probably around eight, nine, ten months somewhere there myself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Free stuff is good in the beginning. Facebook, yeah. Google My Business, Yard Signs. Terry so. Dunnigan says shadowing Mike for a day would be awesome. So it looks like you got a fa- at least one fan out there. Um, 13.99 no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) let's see here i'm just trying to scroll through these quickly there's a lot of questions about that bleach but i'm not going to keep going back um hey guys quick trip the gas station i'm a big fan of quick trips i'm from oklahoma so i took over the convenience store business do you think that one day some big pressure washing company will go nationwide and hurt small guys like us um here's the thing i think there could be a big company that can go nationwide. I think that could be the case. I don't think it's going to hurt small guys like us. Um, I think they already have one. It's called Shine Shack or Shack Shine. Oh, one eight hundred junk removal or whatever. Oh, that you guy did it. Junk. They have one. It's called Shack Shine. Yep. Okay. I don't yeah. know if it's in every state, but he's going hard. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. What there's a saying that says, uh, "What uh, uh, a rising tide raises all ships." You know, so. When a big a big company like that comes in, if he starts doing all kinds of marketing, yeah, he's going to get some. It jobs, helps us out, but it lets it helps people. Us out. Yeah, it brings awareness to the service offering, so I wouldn't be worried about that. Um, it's like is Jiffy Lube the best place to get your oil change? No, exactly. So. Yeah. So there, there and there's people that want the big company, and there's people that want the small company. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Any other good questions here? Oh, uh, Truth Seeker, I saw this come through. Uh, when we were talking about size, he says, I'm not looking to get that big. I'm not trying to miss my kids growing up. Here's a, just a thought. Um, if you get big, you have other people that do the work for you and you can go hang out at Disney world all the time. So, uh, if you're small, if any work gets done, you're the one that has to do it. So just keep that in mind. Now I do in fairness, there is a, there's a time where you're probably working a lot more because you're scaling, but, uh, Anyway, um, any other good ones here for you, Mike? I just want to make sure we don't miss any. Um, uh, see, Richard H., he says, thanks. that He's almost done with his rig set up. Um, and someone says, Bobby is a bald Julius Caesar. I don't even know what that means, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Olson says, maybe go to Jill's office or equivalent right now. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Um, all right. I think that's about all the, the questions that have been asked. Uh, so that's it. So guys, listen, chat room. Thank. Oh, here's one more. Jeremy says, Mike, I just want to thank you. Uh, you helped me a lot. You're real and humble and you give advice and are helping me on my wash journey. Oh, I already read that one. What the hell? I think I told him to, to, to put it in there. So, all right, I'm done. So with nice. It. We read it twice. Yeah. So nice. We did it twice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So guys, listen, um, Mike, tell everyone where they can find you. You've got a pretty cool YouTube channel. Tell them how they can find that and all that good stuff. Yeah. So entrepreneur army, it, just entrepreneur army on YouTube. Yep. That's a cool name. I actually, um, I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, I think I'm going to do this thing and I'll call it like the J N E army. And everyone's like, they were like, you know, Mike's got entrepreneur army. And I'm like, mother, (laughs) (laughs) or do the king of pressure washing. Oh wait, no, that's all right. So guys, listen, um, check out Mike at entrepreneur army on YouTube. He's just a real person. He's just a real dude. And he's also a real cool dude. Um, uh, he, he does a lot of cool technical stuff on his page. So if you're wanting to learn more about pressure washing and stuff like that, go check that out. 
Don't forget, go to nobitchzone.com. That's where you can find everything out that I'm doing. Uh, guys, the course, everyone watching live right now, guys, I'm telling you, this is good shit. If you, if you want the results I'm having, and you may not, uh, the course is like 80% of what we're still doing in our business right now. We've added a little bit as we've grown, but it's the core foundations of all the stuff that we're doing. This admin that I said I'm hiring, the, the video that's in the course is what is going to train my admin on her first day to know how to handle inbound calls and start getting uh, appointments on the schedule for us. It's really good. It covers things from your market research to how to build sales packages to how to get the phone ringing if you don't have a big marketing budget, how to run a model sales appointment, how to get a lot of Google reviews, and how to get repeat business. There's also a ton of bonus content in there as well. Right now, and this is through the end of uh, till Monday. So uh, if you're listening in the future, I'm sorry, but it's 400 bucks off. It's normally 877, 400 bucks off with the code 8K special. Journey of uh, nobitchstone.com, 8K special. Don't miss out. Okay. Guys, thank you for listening to the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. And remember, if you're not doing the things that you want to be doing in life, you better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing them, there's no good reason for it. Peace out.